Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello and welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. My name is Simon Miller, and of course, you are listening to a pro wrestling podcast. Thank you very much for joining me today on this wonderful Monday. It's the 7th of September, 2020, should you so care. And it is kind of important because we are two days, 48 hours um, removed from AEW's All Out pay-per-view. And there is a lot that we have to talk about. And it's um, it's been kind of fascinating to me because... I watched it a little bit later than everybody else. I didn't get to watch it live for various reasons. And I woke up in the morning and everybody seemed to be treating it like it was, well, it was a more than a disappointment, I shall say. And I was like, here it is. It was always going to happen, right? AEW, you know, can't keep smashing out of the park every week. The longer you exist as a company, the uh, worse your batting average gets. Then I watched it and I was like, well, I didn't think that was all that bad. So what I thought we would do today is reach out, uh, as we do here and there, to a patron. You can check it out at patreon.com forward slash Miller316 if you too want to come on the Patreon and we could talk about AEW All Out. And who better to do that than the person who I think of everybody that I know is just super passionate about All Elite Wrestling and it gets me super passionate about it well is uh, Sarah, who has been on before. Sarah, how are we doing Hello. today? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm very well. <laughs> Um, let's get the obvious negativity out of the way first. Okay. Uh, the Matt Hardy thing was terrible. That's it. Yes, That's all I've terrific. got. What, what would you like to say about it? Yeah, I, I've not been hot on the feud anyway. Um, I'm still trying to find my feet where Matt Hardy completely fits into AEW. Um, That's fair, yeah. So, and obviously with the Sammy Guevara situation then coming back, um, I wasn't really, you know, like, buzzing about it but you know let things play out and see what happens but i mean my husband can go up and scissors for his job and he has to wear a harness so that made me nervous to begin with anyway and then yeah, yeah i think it's the first kind of major incident they've had and it, it's bad and basically and it, it did throw the show off kilter a, like quite a bit for a while And then, obviously, we've not really had any updates until later on, like, yesterday. So, yeah, my toes definitely curled on that spot. (laughs) It was kind kind of weird because I never, (coughs) excuse me, well, usually I try and not even see reaction. But, you know, one reason or other I did. So I hadn't read anything and I I didn't know what was going on. And I went, like, at first, I, I think I imagine most people thought this. I thought it was part of the... The, the the story right the, yeah. the match i thought it was planned yeah. because it's not like you had a super up close shot of his head smacking no. into the concrete it was only when they were brawling in that uh, lobby or whatever the hell it was yeah. that foyer when he just started stumbling around and i was like okay look matt hardy's yeah. good man but he's not that good <laughs> nobody yeah. can sell and it was just ah. Uh, and then straight away, like you said, my stomach started to turn. I got worried. And then the match has ended. So I was like, okay, that's good. Then it was starting again. So I got even more confused. Yeah. And it wasn't just the fact that, of course, I went straight on the internet and realized, oh, man, it is it is yeah. legit. It wasn't just that. It was the confusion that I had sort of experiencing it firsthand as well. Because I was like, well, was that a work? Or was that, has something bad happened? Is he all right? And it was just like, well, I can't yeah, remember I- what came after it now, but I was I out think, of it. I think the fact that, they then restarted it, added to the complete confusion of what was going on. Yeah. Because if they just ended it, like completely cut it, that's done no contest or whatever, then you could understand, right, yeah, okay, that's serious. They took it serious. It, it must completely be a legit thing. But then when he comes back out and starts climbing scaffolding, you're then going, but, but is it? I, I don't know. I'm now really concerned and confused at the same time. Hmm. Because yeah. he didn't look right climbing the scaffolding either. Well, now now that I, I, just, I was actually listening to the Wrestling Observer radio podcast when I don't know why I didn't think about this, but you, my gosh, why did they let him climb scaffolding? Yeah, it was just like, it's mad. <laughs> Absolutely mad. So yeah, look, it wasn't good. Yeah. It wasn't right. Uh, the, no. There's there's conflicting reports. I mean, Tony Khan has said that the hospital has said that he didn't have concussion. Now, yeah, yeah. You know, Matt Hardy's wife is insistent that he does. Yeah. I can understand all of it, right? Because if your loved yeah. one smashed their head, you would be very defensive and oh, very yeah, annoyed. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, so. if, if it had happened, like something like that happened to my husband, like he does 
like his job isn't dangerous like wrestling type thing, but you know, things can go wrong and mm. you would always stand by your other half. Of course you saying, would. Like trying to like make sure that they get the best treatment that they deserve and everything. But then the flip side of like for Tony Khan, he's obviously like I said, this is like the first major incident type thing with like a possible serious injury. So he's just trying to, you know, follow what the doctors are saying and it's just a bit of a mess. It is a bit of a mess. It is. <laughs> Basically. And I, I, I've said this before. I did a whole video on it about it a long time ago and got yelled at and everything. Yeah. But, you know, to me, even if there is a bad cut, I mean this yeah. too, to stop the flipping match. Like, yeah. it's wrestling. The coolest thing about wrestling is that it's quote unquote not real. And yeah. therefore we can, you know, we can make these interventions. And if yeah. you do want some reality put into it, I watch yeah. boxing. I watch MMA. You know how that shit ends? When yeah. somebody gets knocked out. So yeah. why the hell does wrestlers carry on when they get knocked yeah. out? So, yeah. No, no, it, I, I, I 100% agree with that. It wasn't. And obviously, like, like the Hardy Boys were my first introduction into wrestling anyway, back in the 2000s. Yeah. So for me to see, like, one of the people that got me into wrestling, like, with that situation, I was just like... What? No, oh, I yeah. couldn't. I couldn't deal with it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I I totally get it. But I thought we'd uh, talk about the elephant in the room first because yes. let's face it, most people that have clicked this, uh, what are they? <laughs> that's what they want to know. So yeah. <laughs> I can't. If anybody says anything other than that, I'd I'd, I'd be absolutely baffled. Yeah. Um. But yeah, overall, you know, I thought it was a enjoyable pay per view. Yeah. I think that our own expectations worked against us because it wasn't yeah. up to the usual level of an AEW show. Um, I'm just not somebody that gets massively offended by that. You know, I take it match by match. I take it within yeah. context. And ultimately, when it was done, I said to myself, was that worth the money? And it was. You know what I mean? That's how I kind of yeah. saw it. I, 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 and for me personally, I don't know if I'm the minority with this, but I never go into a pay-per-view of an expectation anyway. Yeah. Just because every single pay-per-view, every single card is going to be different. You can't always have these, you know, you can't always have a revolution <laughs> tag match between the books and Kenny and um, Hangman every single time. Yeah. Um, so I think on my, like when I did kind of like a basic analysis on my Twitter, I gave it like a 6.5, maybe a 7 out of 10. Oh, that's fair. So like the whole show. Yeah. Um, I would normally like, like previously I've done eights and stuff, but... And just some the matches I wanted to enjoy and deliver, I enjoyed and they delivered for me. Mm. So that's all that I that's all that matters to me. Mm. No, totally, and, and that's that's kind of how some shows are going to be as well. Yeah, like you know you can't like you you said that you weren't massively invested in the Matt Hardy Sammy Guevara no. feud to begin with. No. So therefore the match may I mean it didn't work for anybody yeah. obviously, but. You know, and there's other things that were going on in the show that I felt like, well, I don't really care about this feud, but it was fine mm. for what it was. Move on, yeah. move on to something else. I will say, uh, going through it sort of match by match, that I was very much into the Big Swole versus Britt Baker program, but that tooth and nail match for me, I, I just it was so it was such a weird start to, yeah. to it was so I, weird. I, yeah, I was watching it going, um, okay. <laughs> I don't like the dentist anyway, so this is like really weird. Um, <laughs> but I was, I just like the random, I love the random calls that Brit did, which is like, I'm a dentist, just <laughs> randomly. And then like Reba, she's absolutely fantastic. Like I loved her like part in that match, just like randomly turning over banana skin on her head. You oh know? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Just, a little, just little things like that. But for, I, I understand that everybody was upset it wasn't on the main card when it was originally on the buy-in. And then everybody was ecstatic that it got put onto the main show. And then you can kind of see why they were putting it on the buy-in. Because yeah. <laughs> it, it just, it it worked, but it didn't flow, I didn't think. Just no, because of how the room was set out. Yeah. No, I agree. It, it wasn't. The other problem as well, when it comes to cinematic matches, is the bar is quite high. Yeah. You know, a lot well, of them yeah. are, are really, really good. And I appreciated that it was short and, you know, I appreciated it. They had limitations because if Britt Baker's not officially cleared yeah, to go, like, yeah, yeah, you've got to, you've got to take care of it. But mm. yeah, I don't know for for a pay per view where again you're uh, you're, you're you know you're quite hyped and you're quite excited about yeah. going on, and then you get a weird match in a dentist office. It's a bit like ah, okay, it, it kind of it deflated me, and that was yeah, you know, that was a little bit strange. Like- a non-wrestling fan thinker, right, I'll sit down and watch one of these pay-per-views and that's the match that opens it up and they're like, 
What? Yeah, I know. It's just, it's just so, it's such a, look, I, I'm sure there were reasons for it. Yeah. But it just, look, sometimes people don't talk sometimes about this enough. Sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah. And, and also sometimes <laughs> it is all about how you plan out your match card, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. New, New Japan is very, very good at planning out match cards in the terms of they, they do it on a curve. This is the least important. Then we end with the most important. Yeah. But not many other companies do that. And mm. they, they took a risk. They took a gamble. And it, to me, it didn't really work. That's it. Yeah. That's as far as yeah. it goes. You know, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't spend much more time on it uh, on time on it than that. I did think no. it was a bit weird that they essentially killed Britt Baker for the win. <laughs> I mean, that's what they did. And then Brian Alvarez agreed with me, which I was very happy about because when I was watching, I was like, "That's murder." But I was like, "Okay, right." You know, He's just just Reba going, "She's stabbed her." <laughs> yeah, I know. That's so wrestling is so weird sometimes, but. You know, at least we can have you know we can have a laugh about it, and I'm sure yeah. I'm sure when I mean, Britt Baker's back, there's so much more to come from that. That is not yes. it. There's not a chance that's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and the double weird thing to me is then we then go into the Young Bucks versus Jungle Express, uh, Jurassic Express, and I was like, yeah. yeah, do do this, switch the matches. Yeah, but I think that was meant to be the opening match. Surely, surely, yeah. yeah. And then they, that they moved it around, but I absolutely He's... loved that. I thought it was I so that, good. I've seen a lot of people that didn't. Really? Why not? Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know, but I, I thought it was, I really enjoyed it. I just loved the little, little slight heelish moves of the Jacksons. Yeah. <laughs> they were well, just I, being a bit mean. And it, they, That's it, right? That's the coolest thing about it is that they are, they're acting quote unquote like heels. Yeah. But really their big thing is just, look, man, our friends screwed us over. We're really they're mad really about annoyed. it. Yeah. They're just really angry people. And it certainly could lead to a heel turn. Yeah. Um, but that ties into everything we'll talk about later. But that's why I enjoyed it so much. I enjoyed it because I was like, this is ambiguous characters that everybody's yeah. always asking for. Like, you can say that maybe they're turning to the dark side, but you can also argue, no, look, man, they're having personal problems. Yeah. It's now affecting their professional life. It's like the grey area, like you have with John Moxley. Like, at the end of the day, you've got faces and you've got heels in AEW, but then you've also got people that... People have personalities where they can be mad one day and perfectly fine the next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is quite it's true to character. life. Yeah. No, I, I, and also I thought, you know, I think Jungle Boy is, I think he's just great. I think he takes yeah, a beating definitely. well. I think he does comebacks well. Luchasaurus to me is just a damn hero Insane. too. There's, yeah, there's just something about him for a guy that big to be doing what he's doing. Yeah. And yeah, like I say, with the added um, bit of spice, I suppose, with Matt and Nick Jackson being a little bit more aggressive than we're used to and knowing that it could have tied into something later, which it kind of did. I just yeah. thought this is, and it didn't go that long. I think it was less than 15 minutes, which for a Young Bucks yeah. match is actually quite short. Um, I, I, I get the disappointment that Jurassic Express lost again, but they're not really involved in anything right now. No, they're, they're just not. There. I, think they're setting, I think they'll be setting up for something, but I just love the fact that they just super kicked Marco Stunt in the face. Yeah, what? <laughs> Why is JR telling us that we're supposed to hate Marco Stunt too? I, was like, I don't particularly like him, but I don't hate him. Like, what's that about? He was just generally just walking around the ring on his crutches and just got super kicked to the face. So. I know. That's just just so... another day in the office for Marco Stunt. Yeah, so strange. So strange. Um, yeah, Jungle Boy lost, obviously. I was taking the BTE trigger. Yeah. Yeah, to me, just a fun match. Really, really fun yeah. match. I, yeah, yeah. I, I was enjoying myself. Um, yeah. Casino Battle Royal, same kind of thing. Like, I don't necessarily i think they've had one i think the all-in battle royal was excellent and mm-hmm. i think all the other battle royals that AEW have had have all been okay so again when yeah. this one started that's where i was at and yeah. i will come out the other side saying i thought it was okay <laughs> i thought it was fine yeah i uh, again it it got a bit chaotic it got a bit chaotic for me where i was just a bit like i'm trying to watch because everybody came down in the suits didn't they were like you used to normally them coming down like one yeah, yeah. at a time type thing so it, it did get a bit chaotic in the ring. And I'm just trying to like, trying to point, point who I was following and what I was looking for and everything. And yeah, and then the whole, um, I just saw Eddie Kingston at one point just carrying in a corner, just holding the butcher <laughs> in front of him. And I was just like, that's just a vigil I want forever because it was just brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, and then obviously you've got like, starts Darby Allen and Cage just having their own little little side thing going on at the, and then Santana and Ortiz coming in for Chuck Taylor and Trent and little just individual stuff everywhere but it was just a bit all at once it was basically like just being thrown at your eyeballs <laughs> yeah that's true it, it was it was a lot to take in all at once um, yeah and I think 
I think, you know, you kind of learn quite quickly that actually booking Raw Rumbles and Battle Royals is actually quite hard, right? Like, yeah. it's to try and get it all those stories across. <laughs> no. Well, I, I, I remember when I started wrestling and I remember thinking, oh, I can't wait to be in things like that. I bet it's, you know, yeah. you, you could kind of just hide and you quickly realize, no, because you've gone from having to deal with one ego to dealing with 29 yeah. egos. You're like, oh my gosh, this is impossible. Yeah. But, and you but, don't want to be stood around looking like you're not doing anything honestly, either. So you're that, just kind of like... It's so hard. What do you do? So you kind of just <laughs> get punched and you sell for an hour. You're like, what am I doing? This is so I, dumb. I like Sean Spears' take where it's just he entered and he just walked off yeah. to the side. Yeah. That was what I would do. He's just right. to say the situation. Um, <laughs> what, what did you think about... Because I know you're a big Darby Allen fan. What, I love Darby What, what did you think about that horrific horrific spot when brian cage put him in a body bag with pins and thumbtacks and then just power bombed him over the top rope i couldn't believe it i still can't believe it on a, on, a, on a match like you don't need to do it no you don't need to do it and i'm generally getting concerned that darby's just gonna just end his career in the next few years if he keeps carrying on <laughs> um he does make me nervous when i see him doing silly things but it's Darby Allen. It's what he does. He, he, if he wants to do it, he's gonna do it. Obviously. Mm. No, it's true. But, um, yeah, I didn't see the need for it. If I'm honest, um, I just want to know what they're building him up to. If they're building him up to be against Starks or against Cage. Yep, true. I don't know who I'd be more afraid of him going against at this moment. <laughs> I probably think he's better going with Starks, just for now. I think they'll have better matches. Would yeah, be, that's would what be I'm my saying. guess. Like, otherwise, it's just going to be like, it's going to be like, the only thing I could keep thinking of is Darby Allinson with Brian Cage is going to be like Brock Lesnar with anybody else. Just be <laughs> going to be thrown about. And I'm just going to be like, I don't think I could take that personally. No, I, so. it's going to be different. It's going to be difficult to see what they do. I think I would prefer to see um, Darby Allin versus Ricky Starks because it's yeah. a match that I think will get people talking. Whereas there's yeah. probably other avenues that Brian Cage can go down. But how can yeah. they not have a match now after he did that? You have to do it. You have to, surely. But, I can't see I also I also love the fact with Darby Allen, there's such contrast characters between him and Ricky Starks. Yeah. She's got the Darby Allen that doesn't really, you know, care. He's like skater and all this type of stuff. And you got Ricky Starks that literally's like preening himself. <laughs> He's grown just, on me though. I tell him there's I something about. Really, I don't know what it is. Really I like have him. Have like him now. I I don't know what it is. I'm just getting slightly obsessed with how he, like the way because like when I've seen him on um, like Sammy Guevara's blogs, I love him on that. Um, just some of the stuff that he comes out with on like promos and stuff. Oh no! And I watched his um, unrestricted um, AEW podcast that he did with um, Aubrey and Tony Schiavone. Hmm. And that's a really good like eye opener for like for people who want to get to know what he's like. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really liking Ricky Starks one, and I didn't think I would. <laughs> no, I'm the same. I I I kind of knew of him. I I sort of yeah. Just through the ether, you know, being professional yeah. wrestling fans, I knew he had a little bit of a um, a rep about him, but yeah, I didn't know mm. much else. But yeah, no, I like him. I like him with Brian Cage and Taz. I think that works yeah. really well. Yeah. Uh, what did you think? Uh, two things, actually, we should talk about. Mm. A, what did you think about Lance Archer winning? But of course, Matt Seidel uh, debuts and falls on his head. Now, yeah. I, I, I want to make a quick point that the amount of just stupid tweets I yeah. got yesterday with people telling me, look, Here's how it goes in my head when people make a mistake. <laughs> it, as long as they're not hurt, laugh yeah. away. You can laugh as much as you want, right? It, within, in, in a nice way, in a nice positive way, like when you roll your eyes and go, oh, poor, you know, poor guy. Yeah. But when I'm getting messages of people saying, unbelievable, disgrace to the company, should never work again. I'm like, what are you talking about? You absolute numpty of a human being. Like... Because they've never made a mistake at all. Well, that's one of them. But also have a little bit of human sympathy and empathy yeah. where you go, do you think Matt Seidel went, I can't wait to slip off the top rope and fall <laughs> on my ass? Of course he didn't. Now, again, mm -hmm. people then translate this to me saying, oh, Miller, well, you, you talked about botchamania before. Yeah, but he does that so tongue in cheek and he would never feature anything that actually mm. got somebody hurt. Like, of yeah. course, you have to be able to laugh at yourself, but have a little bit of sympathy for the guy, please. It really, yes, I got yeah. so many messages. I was like, I can't, I can't get over this. Like, it's a terrible way to debut. He'll have that hanging over him now forever because that's what wrestling does. Like, again, mm -hmm. just, just feel sorry for the, I felt sorry for him. Yeah, Very. I, I, I watched that and I was like, oh, that, 
ouch. I, first of all, I thought, <laughs> ouch. Because, I mean, to slip from that height <laughs> and land on your backside is not going to be comfy. Um, no, it's awful. But, yeah, no, I, I, I felt bad for him. But at the end of the day... Yes, that's probably going to hang with him for a while, but he's got so much that he can now do in the company just for people to just to realise that that's called a mistake. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I honestly, I just, all I could think about was, hey, I hope he's okay, obviously. Yeah. But definitely. then afterwards, yes, it is, it is, you know, there is humour to it when you know he's okay, but mostly my big takeaway was, he didn't want that to happen. No. And he's going to be so annoyed at himself. A movie yeah. he's done thousands of times and he's got this huge break and this huge opportunity and then life does that thing when it goes, yeah. nope. Um, yeah. yeah. I wanted to talk about that because it annoyed me. Yeah, Lance Archer winning. I, I Look, it's something that w, uh, AEW does a lot. They give you the obvious answer. Yeah. But I, that's, it, it makes the most sense for the question. So I'm like, yeah, good, fine. Let's move on to something else. Yeah, I... I like I said before, I really like Lance Archer and he's another guy that I never expected to really like like in the ring. Mm. Um, I love his theme music. I'm obsessed with it now. I just <laughs> sing it at the top of my voice when he's been just staring at me like, what are you doing? Um, but no, I, I really like him and it kind of gave away, well, it didn't give it away, but you kind of had an inkling of what would happen in the main event. Absolutely, but, yeah. But just for the promos between Mox and um, Jake Roberts. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine what they're going to be like? I mean, it's a bit of a dream scenario, isn't it, in many ways? It is. It's going it, to be just a lot of fun, but with like some serious like wrestling in between it. And I can't wait for it. I don't want, I'm going to say it now, I don't want him to drop the title to Lance Archer. Yeah. I think that should be reserved for Kenny Omega, but it's not, you know, I'm going with it at the moment. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I it, this is the, this is why it's a double-edged sword. I really like that he won because I'm the yeah. same as you. He has grown on me massively, although I did yeah. like his work in New Japan too. But now I'm like, but does this just mean he's going to go after another championship and lose? And how does that, I mean, look, the, We'll talk about the main event, obviously, but mm. AEW is slowly proving to me now that when you have a position where it kind of feels like they've booked themselves into the corner, they come up with yeah. really good ideas. We're like, oh, wow, we, we worked yeah. out, it worked out okay. So I'm sure that I have something with this, but I am intrigued. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I thought it was great. I love that Eddie Kingston was the last guy in there. I thought that was a good thing to do too. Oh, so. I like that guy. <laughs> He's great, isn't he? Well, you can talk, right? If you can talk, yeah. you're, you're, you're halfway there. So, yeah, uh, yeah, good for Lance Archer. And I suppose Definitely. we'll probably do that in the next few weeks because we're not going to wait till November in full gear at all. I wouldn't so. have thought so. I would have thought it'd be a dynamite match. Yeah, why not, right? Why get, you know, use mm. that use that time. Uh, we don't need to talk about the Matt Hardy stuff. We've done it. Thankfully, yeah. he did win. So he doesn't have to leave AEW, which is it's well, a plus. Well, all in all, then, that's a blessing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> And uh, yeah, Sheeta versus Thunder Rosa for the AEW Women's title. Yeah. I really enjoyed. Like, I thought it was really, really good. Now, this is like, I'm, I may have told you this before, but I'm not normally big on women's matches. Yeah, you've said, yeah. And I can't tell you why, because I don't know why. It's just something that I've always, I don't think it's because of like WWE's just when they did them in the 2000s, they were just like, whatever they were back then it was just <laughs> horrific um There's i was no just words. like yeah do you know what i mean just like oh yeah right um but i actually watched this because i was like do you know what no i'm i'm gonna watch it because it's been built up and i'm quite intrigued and everything and i enjoyed it <laughs> i was really happy with it um yeah, yeah i just i just couldn't take my eyes off what they were doing it was it was fast paced but really good at the same time it just made sense too it made just, sense yeah it's just there's nothing like, it, it, i don't think we're going to be talking about this in a year's time yeah. in terms of where it was placed what it needed to do and just to sort of get you in for those 10 12 minutes however mm. long it lasted yeah no i thought it was excellent i really really did yeah yeah and i, I just like i like thunder rosa so yeah. i do and I, your... I like sheeda anyway but for someone coming into the company to do it then yeah, I was I was very happy with that. I was. I was, no, I, I, I was I li surprised I liked it and not in a bad way, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get it. No, absolutely. Yeah, because it's not really your... It's you know, not my, yeah. 
But that's what's good about having other companies because it could just be the way that WWE has presented it to you over yeah. the years. So now this could be the catalyst where you actually yeah. go, oh, you know, that's why it's important to have more than one company, even though people mm. on Twitter tell me otherwise all the time. <laughs> but no, I also, I like that Thunder Rosa, even if, I mean, I hope she does come back to AEW. Yeah. But even if she doesn't, if there is a, if there ever is the opportunity, she doesn't feel like a, well, she felt like a threat. So she can come back in with yeah. momentum and... She felt like she was... um muscling in on the on their turf yeah i like it i I think shida is such a solid professional wrestler yeah like you i think you could probably put me in there with her and somehow she'd but you know what i mean she'd somehow make you have a good match yeah she just would she just she just knows what she's doing yeah um the eight man tag i kind of agree with most of what people said i enjoyed it for what it was but it did not feel like an AEW pay-per-view you know to me it felt like something i would see on dynamite which i'm not actually all that against but I totally see where people were coming from. Like, it was very, here we go. Okay, that was good. Dustin Rhodes is brilliant. Let's move on to something else. Yeah, I I, I, I put that, when I did, like, my little review thing, I put that it was fun. It was fun. I like seeing Matt Cardona not, I do you know, too. be restricted. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, um, I just like him. I just like him as a human being. That's, that's pretty much the whole yeah, the end yeah, of the show, yeah. And also, I'd like, I've started with, like, especially with, like, AEW matches since they've started these types of things. I then kind of, if the match isn't, you know, like a, a knockout match type thing, then I then start looking for, like, the story in it. And just when you get to the end where Brody Lee, to see Brody Lee's face just, like, thunder. <laughs> I was that, for me, that match got us to that, and I was happy with that. Mm. Oh yeah, no. I think the the Just evolution. That entire of... poor cult. <laughs> no, that's right, right. The entire evolution of Brody Lee's character, I think, is yeah. so good, and I don't understand why people. Oh, it's, it hasn't worked, and the Dark Order no. suck. I'm like, I love the Dark Order, and yeah. I love Brody Lee, and I, you know, we're going to have this Dustin versus uh, Brody Lee match on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I've got to assume they have a cool plan for that. And yeah, surely at some point now we've planted the seeds for Colt Cabana to leave the Dark Order and then he can go after the TNT title. That's all right by me. That's Possibly fine. with Evil Uno because Evil Uno was very caring. He was. Isn't Evil Uno mm. just a super nice guy? I love that guy. <laughs> I, it's so weird because from the start of when they turned up, I was like, the hell is going on? Like, I don't understand what this Dark Order is. Oh, it was is. bad at first, yeah. And, and then... As it's just gone on, and on when they've been on BT and stuff, I just really, I just really like Evil Uno, and I just want to give him a cuddle. Yeah, no, I, honestly, <laughs> that's what he puts out there, right? <laughs> that is what he puts out there. So no, I totally understand where you're coming from, but no, I think they found their feet with this. Um, you know the uh, yeah the finish with like I say Colt screwing up after and that's because this is what I mean about them booking really good finishes. Mm. Brody, Brody Lee won that match. So yep. him losing actually doesn't make a difference because I saw him win it. I saw yeah. him have the chance to do it, and he made the he made yep. the wrong call. So, uh, yeah, I just uh, I, I thought <laughs> the only thing I will say is, and this is me being very very pernickety, but given mm. that Anna Jay choked out Brandy Rhodes, I thought it was strange that her only revenge was kicking her in the face. I'm like, <laughs> surely you would absolutely whoop that person's ass, but. I guess I there wasn't the time to do it. I think the Dark Order are like protecting her like a queen or something at the moment. <laughs> it's true. They are doing that, yeah. It's like, you know, like, like you see some animals like protect the uh, alpha female yeah. type thing. <laughs> They've got to hide her that away. mentality. Yeah. It's true. It's true. But no, I, I dug it and I don't know what they're going to do with Matt Cordona. Because I thought he would be the guy to try and get revenge on Cody, but they've given that to Dustin. So, yeah, he's kind of lost in the shuffle, which is strange. But he's he's not signed yet, though, is he? It's true. He's only got five matches. And we've had Mm. three matches or two matches. I can't remember what it is now. But either way, we're we're on the other end of it. But But I love um, his gear, though. Can we just admire that? I agree. Yeah, wrestling gear. I thought that. He's got his knee pads stood out a mile. I was like, (laughs) oh, he looks really good. I was like, that is some cool stuff. <laughs> no, I do. He thinks about it. I like him. He's a yeah. good guy. Good old former Zack Ryder. Yeah. Right, on to another controversial match, which I never thought I would say. FTR versus Kenny Omega and Adam Page for the uh, for the tag team titles. Uh, I mean, look, I'm going, I'll play devil's advocate. I will play the internet. You know, too long, uh, you know, blown spots, uh, you know, finickety finish. I think probably at half an hour it didn't need to be, you know, because I, yeah. I don't I don't like long matches with no crowd. That's just, you know, I need the mm. I need the, the energy to get me through. But if you're gonna start talking about wrestling storytelling and narrative, I thought this was absolutely brilliant. I, I you know I don't understand people's issues with this match no, I don't. whatsoever. Apart from the length, I thought 
it like, was... could have had like 10 minutes taken off and it would still just have been fine. Yes, agreed, yeah. Um, but people like going, oh, no, there, there wasn't hardly any emotions. Hangman and Paige begged Kenny to trust him. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> At the start. There's that emotion. Then he wanted to high ten him and like Omega just kind of looked at him going, what? <laughs> For like five <laughs> seconds or something. And it was like, okay then. And then FTR were always going to ground that match. They were not going to let him fly about at all. No, that's the whole thing. They, yeah, they weren't going to let him skim around and everything. They were always going to ground it. And as far as I can see for that match was, the idea was they're going to drop the titles, FTR get them, set Kenny up on this absolute stonker of a heel turn that is slow as anything, but <laughs> I like it slow. Yeah. Because it's all so much better as long as you wait for it. And just then at the end, where like Hangman basically falls flat on his face and Kenny slightly pushes him down. Mm, exactly right, teasing. Like, like, just like, I just felt so bad for him. I feel like if I was in the crowd, I'd have like tried to crawl to ring and just like cuddle Hangman in a blanket or something. <laughs> I was so upset for him. He's really got me in my emotions. But that's what's good about it. Because let's not forget, he, in terms of actions, He's yeah. the arsehole so far. He's the bad yeah. guy. You know, he he for some reason got in his head that he should screw over Matt and Nick Jackson, but yeah. it's being played so well. I'm like, oh, hangman, you silly boy. Like, you know, you need to. But you isn't need to that kind of out. like the thing, like, I know they play on his drinking thing and stuff, but isn't that kind of like when people are kind of a bit a bit lost in their own head. They think they're doing something yes, right for the totally. right reasons, but it's the wrong reasons. And then the repercussions come and then they want people to trust them again, but they can't because they've already burnt that bridge. <laughs> exactly that. No, you're 100% spot Or maybe on. I'm even way too much into this storyline. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so at all. I absolutely think that's the, um, that's the story they're trying to tell. And I think they've yeah. done it great. And, you know, you could kind of break it down with Kenny Omega. Well, there was no reason for Kenny Omega to get so mad. Like, you know, it was... Because Kenny hit him. Yeah, exactly, exactly right? But <laughs> I mean, he's lost Kenny's his brain. You mean? <laughs> yeah, that's what's so good about it. He's just lost his mind. So, yeah, yeah you know... But what, I did, what I really wanted in this match was the commentating did not sell that entire end of that mm. where he, like, falls down. And I was just like, are we just ignoring this fact? Yeah, like, I... I He's think at that face. <laughs> I think at that point everybody was just knackered because of this heat yeah. they were all experiencing because that is when it all started to seem to catch up to everybody. Yeah. But I think in terms of what they tried to do, I think they did it. I think they absolutely yeah. did it. And then, then Kenny walking out afterwards with the books trying to like following and him mumbling to himself that like he needs a clean break and, yeah. <laughs> and all this and just mumbling and Matt and Nick are there going, What? <laughs> You not took it a step too far this time. I know. Again, because I saw other people going, "Oh, it wouldn't make any sense. The young bucks should still be mad at Adam Page." It's like they are mad, but they're mad because he's their friend. Yeah. So you know they're still going to be conflicted about all this. I thought it was really nuanced and really well put together. What they did with Hangman on that um, thing after he cost them the match was kind of a reactionary reaction. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't even think it was. I think it was just. They were really annoyed, all pent up, adrenaline still going, and they just reacted. I don't think it was kind of more of like, that's it, you are done. But then when Kenny's obviously had his mumblings to his car with a sticker <laughs> on that says Kenny, <laughs> then they're just like, whoa, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, I, I um, yeah, it, it, it was it was slightly drawn out, but if we're into wrestling storytelling, I thought yeah. this was... And also, let's not forget, you know, massive title reign. Now yeah. over. Now done. Yeah. Right? That's it. They're over. Just just as Hangman put on some tights. <laughs> right, yeah. He should never have done it. He should never have done it. But no, I'm, no. Massive, I'm massively intrigued to see. I mean, because surely the, the long-term goal is to turn Hangman Page into a good guy that can go after the world title. Oh, yeah. His redemption arc is going to be absolutely amazing. Right. And which, you know, even more props for AEW because... I remember people being a bit annoyed that Chris Jericho won the title when those mm. two fought, which obviously was the right thing to do. And I think yeah. that they've um, they've proved that doubly so. So, yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, mm -hmm. But if you didn't, that's Definitely. okay as well. Another match that nobody liked was the Orange Cassidy versus Chris Jericho Mimosa Mayhem match. I just, I get it. Negativity is always louder than positivity. So mm. I, am being, I am being facetious. But 
in this match, I was promised, you know, Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho fighting around a vat of liquid. And what I got was Chris <laughs> Jericho and Orange Cassidy fighting around a vat of liquid. I thought it was satisfying. Two vats, yeah, two vats. <laughs> I thought it was very satisfying when Jericho went splashing into it. Something about it just made me feel good inside. The right person won. <laughs> it should never have been taken seriously, obviously, by the no. very nature of what it was. I, I, I think I said on ups and downs. Will I ever watch it again? Absolutely not. But did I enjoy it for the 15 minutes it was on? Yes, it was fine. Yeah. There was nothing wrong with it. I, I I loved it. I just, when I saw it, when it was laid out, I was like, what the hell are they doing? <laughs> this, this is going to be carnage. Um, but yeah, and I just love how, um, yeah, like Irish Cassidy wasted no time and just went for it, which I'm, really like to see him do every now and again because it just it still surprises me it still surprises of me course, that he goes yeah, that yeah. fast yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah I just I love how how it was all set up and especially when they said they had to be fully submerged they couldn't just like be a bit in it so when they were teeting on the edge and like the foot slipped in and but all the way through every time like part of them went in it I just kept going oh my god it's going to be so sticky <laughs> 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 just kept thinking of like washing that stickiness out of your hair and take a while walking yeah. around with a sticky boot and <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh, when when jericho ended up in it that was absolutely an amazing visual it for was. and you know on paper orange cassidy can now say in a trilogy of matches he he won right he, he beat he, over he, jericho yeah which obviously a jericho can get out of jail free i think what some people are forgetting is you know i, I saw it was a minority, but I saw a few people be like, oh, Jericho didn't want to lose properly. I was like, dude, go back and watch WCW, man. They wouldn't even give anybody anything. And you want to keep Chris Jericho strong because he has this kind of star making mm. power. So this to me was, you know, walking the tightrope perfectly yeah. and a fun little match to sort of be the sub main event on a fun little show. You know, that's yeah. kind of. I, I think uh, I saw a tweet from Austin Gunn or a tweet to Jericho or something going, yeah. I was in the splash zone. Oh, I saw that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, oh. No, no. I bet he loved it, given all the heat and stuff. I, I bet it was yeah. lovely going in there. But yeah, I, I don't really know what people were, were expecting from this. The right guy won. You know, there was no there was no massive shenanigans other than the match was one big shenanigan. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Very, no. very strange. Uh, in terms of the main event, though, I you know, <laughs> there, there, there is no debate for me. If you didn't like this, I think you're nuts. <laughs> if I'm being completely <laughs> if honest. If you didn't like this, you not watch wrestling. <laughs> you just don't like AEW as far as I'm concerned because I thought, once again, my favorite thing about it was going into it, not 100% being able to call who was going to win, who was going to lose and how you get yeah. out the other side without not necessarily harming someone, but maybe knocking their momentum. And AEW came up with a finish that I thought was yeah. tremendous. I really, really, really did. I was nervous going into this um, because, as you know, I'm a big Moxie fan. Yes. And I was nervous because I thought, Okay, I know he can do like, um, you know, like submission moves and stuff. I'm seeing him do them and everything. But I've also seen MDF counter stuff like that really well. So I was kind of a bit like, I actually generally had a cushion by my face. Just for like if there was near falls, I don't think I could take it. <laughs> and um, I'm just watching it and I'm just seeing them just like properly eyeballing each other over. And every time he goes out to the outside, you can see he's gone, oh no, I'm on the outside. I've made a big mistake. And then he gets thrown back into the ring. Um, and just that bit where where they just start slapping each other when they just knelt on the floor. I was just like, yeah, why not? Just slap <laughs> each other. It makes complete sense for you to do it because MJF, his character is an absolute, you know, he is a bad guy in it. But Marks, he's not your typical baby face. He's a grey area guy and he's just... He does what he wants to do, and he can be the bad guy. And so he's just going, "Yeah, hit me! Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man up and hit Ab me!" Absolutely, like, and it's you know the <clears throat> the whole idea of using MJF's own mistake against him, yeah, but also oh, planting beautiful, yeah, but also planting the seed that now maybe we do do. And like, the cool thing about AEW is sometimes they plant seeds, but they don't pull the trigger straight away. Yeah, so maybe we will still do. Um, Wardlow MGF, but not right now. Maybe it will be a little bit down oh, later down the line. But pure gold. That yeah, little spot. I, I agree. I thought the whole thing was absolutely tremendously, 
tremendously put together. Like, I really, 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 really did. And I didn't think, oh, John Moxie wouldn't do that. Of course John Moxie would do that. Yeah. He's not stupid. I've seen John John Moxley, uh, you know, paradigm shift Kenny Omega into a glass table. (laughs) I'm pretty sure he doesn't give a crap about that. And also, again, it allows MJF to come out on TV. He cheated. I can't believe it. I got screwed. Like, I just, yeah, I don't. It it just... Yeah, I just loved how when the ring came in and you can see MJF scrambling for it and in the corner of your you can see Wardlow distracting the referee and you can see that he finally finds the ring and then as he looks up, Mox looks up at the same time and you can hear MJF go, crap, and Mox go, game on. (laughs) And you can just see what's just going to happen. I was just like, just their two faces properly depicted what they were both thinking. It paradigm shifts him. And obviously, and the ref counts him. And the ref's looking and going, did you parachute? And he's going, no, 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 I hit him. <laughs> and look. <laughs> and I would have thought that was just smart as anything. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Like, it just, it's, you know, it, it, it was to have some kind of moral thing, like cheaters don't prosper, you know, because, you know, MJF got punished for it. And also the match itself, I thought, did an awesome job yeah. in kind of telling you, look, maybe not quite right now, even though I think he's pretty much there. But, MJF is a made man, right? Yeah, MJF I mean, is good to go. All the other MJF matches I've ever seen, I've never been like, oh yeah, I can. He's good, but I just don't think he's just just there just yet. And then when I was watching this, going, he's going like really well against Mark, so completely changed my opinion. And now I'm just like, yeah, when the time has come for him to have a world title, 100% push him and get it in because <laughs> I understand. He's really talented. Like, yeah, he is. I was just sat there going, "Oh my god, like, <laughs> he's, he's really talented." And I think that that I think the match was more not mocks to lose it, but more for, to showcase MGF and what he can do against someone like Moxley. Um, yeah. just kind of showcase what he, you know where his where his limits are, where he can, you know, what what stuff he's willing to do and everything like that. And I knew. Wardlow were costing the match somehow. I predicted it. Just not in the same way it happened, but I still predicted it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the matters. It all counts. Happen. Just not exactly how it happened, but technically I still win that one. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I I I didn't know what they were gonna do. I really, really didn't, which is why when they pulled yeah, when they pulled this one out, I was like, oh man, just <laughs> It just, just worked for me. It did, and I thought it was hard hitting. I thought it was aggressive, and yeah, you know, it didn't feel like because some people are like, oh, I'm just a joke character, so on and so forth. Yeah, but when you're in the ring and you're doing stuff like that, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, and like I, I just I screamed the house down. I was so happy. That's good. The poor That's... dog's just like not again. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, woman. <laughs> That's the way it should be, though. You should be. It's all about enjoying this stuff. Otherwise, what yeah. is the point? But right result, you know. Because I, I get, yeah. you know, deep down, I was like, we certainly shouldn't take it off uh, Moxie right now because he's a draw. Like he is. Yeah. He, he does good business. Whereas I, I do think we need to protect MJF, and we did exactly that. So yeah, definitely, you know. definitely. There's definitely going to be some. Um probably choice words for Wardlow at some point and that will start to unravel. Um but yeah, I've um I'm, I'm excited for Wednesday Dynamite. Oh yeah, and th- and that's what it should do, right? It should always be taking yeah. you on to the next show. Yeah. Um, and I would actually say I think the main event was my favorite match of the night too, which yeah. is you know, that's how it should be. That's how it should go. You should leave wanting more and I did. Yeah. I just I I just couldn't I was like I said, I was nervous to the beginning of that match. I was just like, I don't know what they're planning on doing. That's, but the, that's exactly what you want, though, isn't it? I think sometimes we don't get is, that in wrestling. It is, but I was also just like, please, no, don't, don't do it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, not I, ready for it to end yet. <laughs> that's, that's what you want. That's he's your baby face champion. That's it what, is. I, I really would love it if more companies were able to get that over. So, yeah, you know, I think you hit the nail on the head when we started talking about this. A very, very above average pay-per-view yeah. but not to the um the great levels that we've seen from all elite wrestling yeah and, the and truth- i think i think people need to start to not take them off the high top pedestal but understand that things happen not every single match is going to be amazing not every single pay-per-view will be amazing and just give them a bit of slack because <laughs> i've i've what well, does this mean AEW is over now no <laughs> 
I know, I know no. some people said some ridiculous stuff like that. Oh, they've 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 really got a, you know they've really got a problem now. I said like, no, they don't. The only problem they have is the Matt Hardy stuff. But we'll let that yeah. play out. You know, in terms yeah. of in terms of the the quality of their show, absolutely, it's towards the bottom end of the ladder. But it's a pretty damn good ladder. So yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not going to fret about that. The long, again, yeah. like we said, the longer the company goes on, the more stuff like this you're going to get. It yeah. just, it's just the, it's just the nature of the beast. You can't hit a home run every time as much as we. Not at all. Not we, at all. We'd, we'd love them to. And Cody's teasing something. Yeah, he put a, a, <laughs> like a new. It's like his American Nightmare tattoo, but it's all red and like the devil and, and angry and evil and stuff. Yeah, so I mean, mm. he's going to come back eventually. I mean, what do you want him to do? Because you can't Don't pitch him. Know. You can't pitch him as a heel now. I got, well, I got, I got too much sympathy for him. You know, he got absolutely hammered. See, I don't think he's going in this new stable. No, I don't. I think that's been a tease for ages. That yeah. I don't know what they're going to do with that. Because everyone keeps saying Kenny. I don't want Kenny in the stable. No, I want, no, I want Kenny be... by himself. Yeah, Yeah, Kenny's going to be on his own. It needs to be for a while. I hope so. Um, otherwise, he's not going to get that belt off marks. Um, but yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with Cody. I think that he is... I know he was like, always oh, showing some heelish characters in like his last few matches and stuff. But again... I agree with that, and I don't agree with it at the same time. So I don't know if he's just going to be where he comes back, seeks vengeance, and then slowly after that starts to have more heelish moments. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for whatever it is, mm. but I just don't know. But I also, I just caught a thing before um, where um, FTR were doing like the press call, you know, like the photos of the belts. And then just went, maybe we should go do a cameo now. Oh, yeah. well, <laughs> and then he's like, I'm going to get a Nintendo 64 and stream on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I was literally howling, laughing. <laughs> well, look, we should talk about that. We haven't talked about that on the show so far. I mean, yeah. if you are a casual viewer of what happens behind the scenes in WWE, I will talk <laughs> about this as um, educated as I can, yeah. just because I don't think many people actually get it, including WWE themselves. But <laughs> The idea that is out there is that Vince McMahon said, well, they definitely sent a letter around basically saying when it comes to the usage of third parties, uh, Twitch, uh, TikTok, Cameo, and yeah. things of that nature. Well, there's two ways of looking at it. One, you're not allowed to do it unless you come through the company because WW wants to make money off their their employees, even though they're not employees. Mm. Or two, they're saying if you are going to do that, you can't use your made up wwe names so the best one is is um is Paige because she's been yeah. very vocal about this at the moment she is called well she was you know Paige on twitch now she's gone to official soraya which is her real yeah. name now the issue is i'd love to be able to talk about this and i want to talk about this but i don't those two things are very different to me like i can understand saying to biggie biggie you can't you know go and get sponsorships as biggie because that's a a WWE promoted name and we don't want the WWE brand being promoted with people that may be a conflict of interest. That mm. sucks, but I completely get it. That happens in yeah. every single walk of life. Like over here in the UK, uh, let me think of somebody, Wayne Rooney, right? Wayne Rooney is 100% sponsored by Bet365. So if he goes and gets a, you know, a thing with mate, uh, Paddy Power, they're like, no, you can't, you can't do yeah. that. But if you're then telling people, you know, A, we're paying you less because at the moment you're only getting your downside guarantee because there is no touring for obvious mm. reasons. And then B, we're going to shut down other revenue streams and tell you what you can do in your free time. You just can't do that. You know, you just yeah. can't do that. It's just, it's it's morally wrong. It's professionally wrong. Um, you know, if, uh, again, Soraya Knight will call. If Soraya Knight wants to sit down on Twitch on a Thursday evening as an independent contractor and make some money on the internet, there is nothing that should be able to stop her doing it. No. And yet here we are. And that conversation is out in the world. And AEW's yeah. taken the mick out of it. I mean, what do you think about well, all this? I, I sort of get, twitch sort of i'm not a fully fledged knowing what it's about but i understand it and um like Paige's partners on there as well he does his own thing on there as well um so it's one of them where i feel it's a bit too controlling from wwe side mm. um i get if they want you to go and do kind of like brand stuff then with the WWE name and it's not been okayed by WWE, then yes, because that technically is like company, you know, marketing yeah. type thing. And, and they may support people that actually goes against <laughs> yeah, their sponsors exactly. and that's an issue. Like, 
But for them to go on Twitch and play some video games <laughs> and just talk to some fans, I mean, really? I know. I know. <laughs> is it not a bit a bit too off there in terms of that at all? But it is. Um, it absolutely and is. And like cameo, it's fun. Like the you know you get it's expensive, but you get someone to from like your favorite wrestler to like send you a birthday message or whatever. It's great. Yeah. Not who doesn't want that. Like, I mean, the, the only the only thing I can think of when it comes to cameo is that WWE wants to launch their own service, you know. Oh, but you know, oh. exactly right. Like I used to work at a company where it's years and years ago where I was told to stop doing YouTube videos unless I could get the same amount of views on the website as I did on YouTube. And I was like, well, of course I can't because YouTube's a video service, yeah. so I can't get that to the to a video game website because people won't just be going there for videos. And it was just such a silly thing to say. And it's the same with you know, it's the same with that, like. Cameo is the established brand now. If you're going to try and start your own yeah. one, it's going to be super difficult because yeah. you're playing catch up. But is it not just kind of the fact that WWE don't seem to be in touch with this generation of fans that want to have access to, like we've talked about this before, like when we were like younger, <laughs> much, much younger, we didn't have any access <laughs> like this. No, so, true. The like I'm gonna say kids, but you know what I mean. People that are younger than thirty, um, they have all this where they can have access to like talk to like page online and stuff, and she can talk back to them. And and I know they do like some giveaways on there and stuff like that. And that is would be like amazing. We had to wait for a letter for about four months. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't understand how they can. I don't understand from WWE's standpoint, apart from being money, how they don't think that's a good thing because yeah. surely that's like, oh, so like say, I, I don't know, AJ Styles, oh, um, this match is coming, blah, 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 and then like, oh, right, yeah, AJ Styles is going to be on this match, we'll watch it. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that kind of like advertising anyway? I, well, I know um, a lot of my friends have kids that got into wrestling because they found people on Twitch, yeah. right? They found people on Twitch and they enjoyed their streams um realized they were a wrestler and they started watching wrestling so yeah. it does I'm not, I, I don't know how often that does happen but it certainly happened with but a few can. of my mates friends yeah and they um and they uh it, it just again that kind of interaction is so incredible like you say we take it for granted now because yeah. it's just there but we can I mean literally right now i could tweet matt hardy and go hey matt i hope you're okay that's not yeah. just, it shouldn't be a thing but it is yeah. and to kind of chop that off at, at, at somebody's feet seems it seems counterproductive yeah, to, it just doesn't seem like, especially in the situation of the world, it just doesn't seem like a very nice thing to do. No. <laughs> At no. the bottom line of it, it's not very nice. No, it's not. But uh, again, I still don't think we 100% know what this is going to entail, which no. is why I'm tiptoeing around it a bit. But we will find out. We will. Uh, oh, we will. I'm more than like sure we will find out. Yeah, we will, <laughs> and I'm sure it will. It will. It will cause a storm. Um, the other thing we need to talk about news-wise is that the AOP got released from WWE. The authors of yeah. that really surprised me. To me, if you know Vince McMahon was going to cook up a tag team in a lab, out comes AOP. But for one reason or another, they're gone. You see, the last time I saw them, they were with Seth in a van. That's, <laughs> that's Indeed. the last time I saw these two. Yeah, and then one and then got injured. And all of a sudden, they're not there anymore. I'm like, well, what the hell happened between the well, van and that? Right. You'd think they'd <laughs> mention it on TV, but alas, they do not. But I can only, and again, they, they've, this has been said a lot. You know, I can only imagine that it was because they were considered to be injury prone. Because mm. they're a great, they're not, they're not the best tag team I've ever seen, but I really enjoyed them. I mm. thought that they were, I thought they were a little bit different. But yeah, I really, when I read it, I was genuinely surprised. I think I genuinely went, "What? That's bizarre." Mm. It's crazy things happening. Yeah, crazy no, it's things. true. It's true. But they're gone. Twenty twenty is weird. Oh man, twenty twenty is. <laughs> I, I, I always think this, right? Like it's there is no silver lining because you know people have lost their yeah. lives and and things like that. But without twenty twenty. We would not have got a Roman Reigns heel turn. We just wouldn't. Like all the stuff that has happened is the reason that Roman Reigns is now a bad guy. That's it. So <laughs> if you've been desperate for that since 2016, that is the one plus that you can take out the other side of this is that it convinced them. Um, well, because you took away house shows, everyone was like, well, it doesn't really matter if he's a heel or not. Screw it. Let's yeah. just let's just go forward with it. Have you gone back to watching WWE yet? Are you still, uh, nope. still away? No, nope. they did damage me so much. <laughs> well, the I thing think... is, though, it's like. I... I could watch it, and I could, like, somehow watch it, 
But then I just don't want to get frustrated because it got to the point where I was fast-forwarding a three-hour show and only watching half an hour of it. And, like, for in the UK, obviously, we've got to pay extra to get BT Sport now. Hmm. Yeah, well, and yeah, it's but, like, yeah. it's like, money-wise, it doesn't make much sense, the fact that I'm not... I don't know what it is. I've seen odd things on, like... Like, oh, if, if someone's talking about a match or something on Twitter, I'll have a little go on YouTube and see if I can find something of it. And when I'm watching them, I don't know what it is. It just doesn't... And this is obviously my own personal opinion. Um, I just feel like it's not... It just... And it sounds weird. But I just feel like it doesn't feel like it's real. <laughs> I don't think you're alone in that one. But you know what? It just feels like it's too, too shiny. Oh it's no! Too... Yes, no. Yeah. It, 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 it is very produced. <laughs> yes. No, it's very, very produced. <laughs> and um, I just, I don't, I don't like. I don't know what it is. I just can't. After obviously last year, and then I watched. Um, what did I watch? I watched the Royal Rumble in January. I watched something on pay per view, and then I was just like, no, I can't. I can't do this anymore. It doesn't. I just. It doesn't make sense to me anymore to watch it. <laughs> and or in general. I don't mind people watching it. You can all enjoy it and you can enjoy it and I'll never be one of them people going, oh, no, you shouldn't watch that. But I'm also, I don't want to cause myself any necessary stress that I don't need to be from Vince McMahon. And that's because so, you are a normal, take... well-rounded human being. <laughs> if I can like... take myself out of that situation and watch something I enjoy, yeah, I'd rather you? do that. Yeah. No, it's, you're not, look, you're not wrong. You're, you're not wrong. It would be... A much better place if other people decided to do this. Uh, Sarah, I will leave you with one question uh, to answer, which is, of course, this Wednesday, Diamond Night, Brody Lee versus Dustin Rhodes. Can you, in any scenario, see Brody Lee losing the title only a couple of weeks after he won it? No. (laughs) Do you want him to? That sounded like you were were a bit torn. I am a bit torn because I'd love Dustin to do it because, like, it's Dustin Rhodes. I mean, the guy is a legend. Mm. Um. And I'd love Dustin Rhodes to do it. And I'd love Brody to lose it just because of all the carnage that will follow. That would be joyous to watch. But I also just don't, I, I don't think it will happen. No, I don't. I think it'd be really, really silly. I think that the, I don't think that Cody has to come back and win the title, but I think he no. needs to get revenge. And yeah. if your brother gets revenge for you, what's the point? <laughs> your brother I, just I, did I, it. I think what they'll do is they'll get it to a point where it looks like Dustin will win. And something will happen. That's the big question. Maybe Colt Cabana screws up or doesn't screw up, or maybe to try and get back in his good books, he absolutely you know does something horrible that he never usually would do. Mm. Who knows? Oh, also a question for you. Mr. Kip Sabian is announcing his best man, which is. is the most weirdest thing ever in the I entire world. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'd say I'm not keen on the idea, but we'll go with it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like weddings in wrestling. It doesn't no, work. No, it doesn't. <laughs> um, who do you think is going to be his best man that I'm, he's revealing? I have absolutely zero. I thought, but I don't know. Because who is it? You'd imagine it would have to be someone that they're bringing in or someone that's going to come back. So I was trying to think of names that we haven't seen, but I couldn't come up with anybody. I have absolutely no idea. Zero, zero idea. I think it is... I can't believe I just could, I couldn't believe it when it happened. I was just like, AEW's going to do a wedding. I know. I like, I just sat there going, oh god, no, not again. We can't have more weddings. In I wrestling. know. I know. So it always goes so well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who do you want it to be? I've just been taught that it's going to be um, former Rusev. I I guess that works. It ties into everything. The Twitch buddies. Well, yeah, that's true. That's, I don't want it to come in that way, and, though. It's like Kip, a rubbish no, way to bring him in. And Kip, and Kip kept going, he's a good guy, and you know he's a good guy. And I true. was like, who is he? Oh, <laughs> but no, I, I, I have zero idea, but Tony Khan has said there are a load of surprises yet to come up. So, mm, but as long I'm, as one of them surprises is not Brock Lesnar, I will be happy. No, it's never happening. Don't worry about it. It's never. I, I promise you, they they don't have <laughs> enough cash. And even if they did, Vince McMahon has more cash. So it's just I, like when everyone was like, Brock Lesnar could be going to. I was like, no, 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 it, it's too me. <laughs> it, it doesn't even benefit them outside of a month or so because of the way he works. That's not what they need right now. Like they've got Jericho. No. Jericho. I mean, Jericho's not a bigger star as Brock Lesnar, but. You need people. That's what you need. You need Jer- you need Brock Lesnar to put people over, and he wouldn't. So, yeah. no, I, I just no. 
I think you're okay. I think you're okay. <laughs> Thank you. And, it, and, and, and if not, you can come yell at me. And on uh, on that note, we shall uh, we shall wrap it up today. Please do yeah. get in touch and let me know what you thought about All Out 2020. Uh, a lot of you already have, which I appreciate. Even the guys that didn't like it, there's nothing wrong with that. But Sarah, thank you so much for your time and thank you for thank coming you. on today. Now you're very, no very welcome. Uh, if you want to come on the podcast, you can. Patreon.com forward slash Simon316. Also check out my YouTube channel, search for Simon Miller. Twitter, Instagram, Simon Miller 316 And uh, shout out to pinsandknuckles.com, pinsandknucklesmerch.com for supporting my merchandise at simonmiller.bigcartel.com. I hope you're all prepared for another week of wrestling. Actually quite calm this week because there is no pay-per-view. So we've got what? Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite and anything else you choose to view with your eyes, unlike Rey Mysterio. And I will talk to you all again very, very soon. <laughs>